Fill me up, Lord, and lift me up, Lord. Come and fill this burden of my heart, soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill me up. And make me whole, fill me up, fill me up, Lord, lift me up, God, come and quench this thirsting of my high soul, hallelujah, bread of heaven. Fill me till I want no more and fill me up, Jesus, and make me whole. Fill me up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure if those are the right words of the song. I'm not sure what it is. But this morning, as I come to you on the first Friday in June, it is June the 2nd, 2023. At approximately 4.55 in the morning. Those of you that know me personally know that I am an early person that get up early in the morning. Because I go to bed quite early in the evening. This morning as I woke up, I I was just thankful. I, I put on some Tasha Cobbs and I powered my phone on. And I replied to about four text messages. And, and um, realizing that God allowed me to see another day and today is the day that the Lord has made the name of this podcast is fill me up Lord don't fill me up with with arrogance don't fill me up with 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 money don't fill me up with uh, unkindness don't fill me up with backbiting don't fill me up with um, arrogance but would you fill me up Lord with your attributes that you have And if I were to dig deep this morning and realize that the attributes of Jesus Christ, it is meekness. It is gentleness. It's forgiveness. And would you fill me up with that? It's not about me and it's not about what I bring to the table. It's about God filling me up with more of God. It's not about cars and homes, and and that's great to have those. Don't get it twisted. But it's not about that. But God, would you fill me up? Would you fill me up that I'm able to submit to you and only to you besides my husband? And I, we have a beautiful daughter now that's going to be 11 years old and, and two more months. And wow. But would you fill me up with, with you? Would you fill me up more to be more like you? So I guess people could stop me more at the Walmart whenever I dare to go to Walmart. Not one of my favorite stores, but I go there once a month, every couple of months, whenever. On a clutch, on a crutch. But would you fill me up to be more like you so so people could know that Listen, I'm not God and, I, I, and I'm not ever going to be God. That, that, that's, not, that's not where I am in my life. 
but would you fill me up to be more like you? How many of us this morning, as we wake up in the morning, we're not listening to five in the morning, we're listening to what God is saying in the morning. And if God is saying to you, would you fill me up and, 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 and to be more like you, God is going to show you you. He's not really going to show you me early in the morning. He's going to show you you because it's, it's a personal journey for you. If I were to look at five people that I talked to yesterday, I can say, well, they don't have it together because no, that's not my job. I am not even that type of person in real life when I'm not doing a podcast or, or when I'm not talking to someone for 45 minutes or an hour at five below, when I'm not talking to somebody at Target, when I'm not waving to a kid at Sam's Club saying that their, their Islamic or Arabic covering looks so cute. It's, it's fill me up, Lord. And would you make me more like you? I, listen, I, I can't be Janelle. Janelle can't be me. I'm 33 years older than her. I can't be H and One Clark, leading petty officer Clark. I, I can't be Torian. I'm not in the Navy. We don't have the same parents. We don't have the same DNA. We didn't. I didn't grow up in Monmouth County in Neptune. You know, um, he wasn't born in Trinidad. He was born in the United States. I can't be like anyone else. But but what I can be like. And what I'm aiming for is to be like God. So that means every single 24 hours that, that I wake up and I, I get myself together and I shower and I, you know, wash my face and, and do my morning thing. I might even put some makeup on. I might even put some eyeshadow on before I pray. That, that's how I do it. How you do it is how you do it. But fill me up, Lord. How many of us are asking God really to fill us up? The money's going to come. The houses, they're going to come. The Bible said, if you put God first, all those things will be added to you. So as I was telling my friend yesterday, I was talking to a friend of mine. It doesn't mean that when we have God, that things are going to be subtracted. That's not of God. That's not, I don't think that, that's not how God works. Like, I've spent some time with God. I've, I've read some Bible verses. I've listened to some, some renowned pastors and some mainstream pastors. And I've listened to some pastors that's not mainstream. And I, I've never heard them preach that, that God subtract things, except subtract the things that's not like God. But the Bible says that everything should be added unto you. So, so added mean that, okay, so I have, so I have one, one car. So God bless you with another car. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? So I have one pair of shoes and God now blesses you with two pair of shoes. Don't come in my closet and count my shoes because God added a whole bunch and I love shoes. So I buy them on sale and I forget that I have them and we move and then I'm like, oh, I do have some gold shoes. Don't don't look at my closet. I do need to have a shoe sale. Seriously, it's, it's an issue. Going back to the topic. Well, God, are you asking God to fill you up? Question mark. What are you asking God to do? If you're in a place this morning, wherever you are, whether you're in the United States, Trinidad, Singapore, Germany, um, Venezuela, you know, Aruba, Alaska, wherever you are this morning, are you asking God to be the alpha of your life? Question mark. So if you find yourself, you as in Becky, Samantha, Bonquisha, um, John, Billy, 
Rhonda Lisa, what, what, whatever your name is, whatever, whatever name, as we say, whatever government name you have, would you ask God to fill you up and make you whole? Because again, this is a personal journey. I am not, listen, I am not asking God, would you, would you give me the perfect husband? And would you give me the perfect daughter? Because check it out. I was a jacked up daughter. Let me see. At 10 years old, I was just coming to the United States at 10 years old, living in Cape May County, um, which is a very nice county. I I probably can live in that part of Jersey because it's quiet. It's older people. They're nice. You know, they might have some issues there, but overall it's quiet. But would you, would you fill me up? (laughs) Yesterday I was talking to my cousin in the morning. And we were talking about the goodness of God. And we were talking about the testimonies of God. This is an example. And he was saying to me, Melissa, I remember asking someone for $200. And I was like, oh, okay. And when he got to them, they, they thought, bro, I thought you wanted 20 bucks. He took that 20 bucks and he really needed gas because his gas light was on. And he said, Melissa, somehow the gas pump kept on going and God filled me up where the gas was overflowing. The connection is. God wants to overflow in your life, but you don't, you, you on a different level. You on a level still trying to figure you out, still trying to figure you out and the other per. No, keep God first and everything will be added unto you. Don't keep your job first. Your job could downsize. Real story. Your job can let you go. I've been let go from plenty of jobs. Some of it was my fault because of me, but some of it. I guess they wanted to hire somebody else. I don't know. But when you look at yourself, you see yourself. But when you see God, don't you see the magnificent works? Don't you see that God is a way maker? Don't you see? And, and that's, that's my friend's word yesterday. God is a way maker. He's a provider. He's a judge to us. Becky is not the judge to us. Like, I don't want Becky judging me. Like, if you send it to me, if you want to talk to me, send it to me in an email. Don't tell me what's wrong with me. Because I don't even know y'all. Half of the listeners, I don't know them personally. So do I know what happens in your house? Because you're not calling me. Only God knows what happened in your house. I don't know. It's none of my business. For Moreover, it's none of my business. I have a sister friend that we we talk and we chat and she was like, first of all, things are not a people's business. Like do and focus on the business at your house. I live at 105 Cypress Bay. Only three people that live here is Zanelle, Torian and myself and two rodents that are guests here. <sighs> fill me up, Lord. Would you fill me up? And would you make me whole? Fill us up, Lord. Replace us with you. As the deer pants of streams water. So we do plant for you. Psalms 42 and 1. Forsake self for you. Your will and your way. Yo, that's deep. Your will, not Melissa's will. Not Melissa's will over her life. Not my will, 
but thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We missing that prayer. We missing the prayer, the song, the fingernails, the sewing. We missing the whole thing. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> yeah, me. Me. I'm here to tell you that you missed it. Psalm 16 and 11 says, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me up with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures of your right hand. Romans 15 and 13 says, may the Lord of hope fill you up with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I think the key word there is overflow. I'm stuck in the overflow. I don't want to be underflow. I'm not interested in, in lacking today. And moreover, I'm really, to tell you the truth, if you lacking and you've been walking with God for 40 years, give me an email because I'm going to let you know you're not doing something right. There's no way in earth, if you have been walking with God for 40 years, that you that you lacking. You, you, you went to the wrong church. You must not have grew up in ITM. You must not have grew up in anybody. Where, where did you grow up? Who was your pastor? Who was your junior pastor? Who was your first lady at the church? Question mark. You, they didn't talk about the overflow at your, in your church? Oh, wow. Let me keep going. John 10 and 10. Send the thieves comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I will come that you may have life and have it to the full. Full and overflow. Full is like, you know how you fill your tank up and it can't go no more. But the overflow is when I have something to give. Jesus, I felt something right there when I, when I have something to give. I had some friends that visited or reverse some people that visited in April and I was able to go into the garage and be a blessing because I didn't need the shoes because the shoes is not my size I don't wear a size nine and a half I'm an eight eight and a half I don't have any shoes that are not and if they do I must have really wanted them really badly bad that I'm you know I don't really that's not my size I'm five I'm five five about 200 pounds thicker than a snicker mind your business the overflow is where it's at I remember being in San Antonio, Texas, and I had bought these. Again, I'm a shoe person. So if I buy a pair of shoes and I must have been having a moment, I bought them and I thought I really wanted them. And then I'm like, oh, I, uh. so I give them away because, uh, you know, there's always somebody give something to. It's the overflow. You don't give from your empty cup. You, you, you don't got nothing to give. I'm not sure. I, I think the pastor, again, I, I'm not going to go down that message today because we're not going to talk about pastors and, and we, we're not going to do that. Are you overflowing <laughs> in joy and in, in peace and in, in meekness and in, in humility? Is there an overflow? John 10 and 28 says, I give them eternal life. They shall not perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father has given them to me is greater than all. No one could snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are the one. I mean, there's so many Bible verses that you can read to know that you, 
You ought to be in the overflow. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know. And again, somebody might say, well, Sister Melissa, everybody's in a different level. They are. They are. And I was in a level of of being broke at some point because I was in school. And I wasn't on a scholarship and I didn't have financial aid and I didn't have a loan. That was a low point in my life. I couldn't. I mean, if you listen to the previous podcast, you will hear that. But but there's an overflow even in peace. It's not just monetary. I think a lot of people that think overflow, I got a million dollars. Baby, your overflow is your peace. Do you got your peace though? Do you? Okay. For my English teachers, because I have English teaching friends and for my professors, do you have the overflow question mark of peace? Forget your, forget what your bank account looks like, because that's personal. That's between you and God. Do you have peace that passes all understanding? So if you do have to bury a loved one today and tomorrow, you got peace. How about you have peace? You dwell in God's peace. Again, that's all about filling me up. I, I don't, it's not about the money for me. I've had money. I haven't had money. I've been, I wouldn't say I've been poor as, 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 as poor, but, but I've had some challenging times when it came to the financial area. But because I kept on working for, for the last 30 years. I wasn't working at 16 because my mama made me work. I worked because I was done with my homework. I needed something to do. Amen. In college, when I went to Youngstown State, I was working to, I was making five something an hour in 2000. And, no, I'm sorry, in 1997 at Youngstown State in Ohio. Why would I be making five something now? First of all, I don't, Okay. You have to, somebody has to be paying me double digits for my knowledge. This is, I had to pay for it. I had to pay for it, like write checks for it or swipe debit cards or credit cards. Or you have to pay me for what I know. Somebody had shared with me, one of my, my hairstylists here in uh, Jacksonville. She was like, I think you overqualify for half of the jobs at the hospital. She said, I think you are probably overqualified. Like they look at you and they probably like, So some jobs, it's like, you need two years of hospital experience. And here I am walking in with like over, over like 10 years. So, the, you know, again, the overflow It's not, it was God that gave me the energy to even work in, in breast imaging for two and a half years. Have you worked around ladies that was diagnosed with breast cancer that, that was crying? They, they come in crying. Like that's what, with their families though. Like it's 10 of them and he's sitting in the waiting room and they waiting. Have you worked in hematology, oncology? No. Okay. Have you worked as an ultrasound technologist in 2007? No. Have you worked in pediatric ultrasound in 2010? No. So therefore, you don't have the same experience. So we don't have the same life. We're all different. Your overflow might be working in customer service. Your overflow might be working in Chick-fil-A for 20 years. I don't know. Maybe you go with working at Chick-fil-A. I'm not knocking what you do for a dollar. A dollar is a dollar in Trinidad, Venezuela, India, and in Britain, it's it's a pound. They call it a pound in Britain for those that don't know, okay? Do what you need to do to get to your overflow. Invest, put some money aside. You don't have to to buy every pair of Jordans, do you? Does Michael Jordan even know you? Question mark. I have one pair of LeBron James shoes because I love LeBron. 
right? This is me. I am not buying every pair of shoes that he comes out with. Why would I do that? Where is it? First of all, this is a smaller house. We're missing 1,100 square feet. I think I've outgrown this house. The first time I looked at it, I was just thinking, oh my God. Oh my God. I was literally thinking, this is where, where am I going to put the kitchen where? Right? Half of the furniture we gave away upstairs and the beds, we gave it away to, to a neighbor. We like, we overflow. Because we came from a five bedroom to a three bedroom, 3,300 square foot, square feet house, over 3,300. A courtyard and a backyard with two trees, a lemon tree and an orange tree. Now we got um, allergies here. Hence the reason my voice is a little deep on most days. And hence the voice I use. Hence the reason I use my voice on most days. Going back to the, to the podcast. Are you living in the overflow? If you're not living in the overflow, I'm not knocking you. I'm not knocking anyone. I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying get to the overflow. Because people need you to be in the overflow. You're going to meet people that need stuff. They Like they need gas money. They need a bill paid. They need a class paid. Their kids might need milk for the week. Like, how are you going to bless them? And you don't have... Okay. So, I'm going to give you an example. I remember growing up. Before my mom bought her house in 1994. And it was a family of like four girls. And they always needed mustard. Or ketchup. It was weird to me. Like, because it was... You know, like I didn't grow up... Like, I never saw my mom do that. Like, so it was like, wait. You, you, what did you need? Mustard? And we gave it to them, but I was in the back of my heart. I'm thinking, they different in America, ain't they? <laughs> you need mustard? So you, wait, you knocked on the door for mustard. So your mom didn't have the mustard? Like, I'm trying to over a nap. What? Okay. So then my mom, we, we got, okay. Then my mom bought her first townhouse in 1994. And I'm sure she bought her second in 2003, 2004, had a house overseas, but like the overflow. But I, if I was to ask my mom, how did she do it? She would probably just say self-discipline. Like she didn't buy everything she wanted. She saved her taxes. She, she had two children. She didn't have like 15 kids or 20 kids. Yeah. Some people had, you come from a family of 20? Girl, you scaring me all. Okay. Once you say over two kids, I'm probably like, I can't afford it. I could only afford one. Again, the overflow. So I, I, I am trying to realize and recognize the overflow. The overflow comes from God. It doesn't come from some supernatural powers. It comes from God. I cannot get to the overflow if I keep God second. God's not going to fill me up with joy because I have, I'm a loaded person. So my loadedness <laughs> is that I, I am an immigrant, right? I don't feel bad about it. I'm actually very proud of it. Today I am. I came from a very, very strong bloodline of people that are teachers. I have a cousin that's a medical doctor. I have another cousin that went to Harvard. I have cousins that are truck drivers. I have cousins that are administrative assistants. I have cousins that work for the government. I work for the government. My husband's active duty Navy. Zanel might be a pilot, maybe. Or a vet. Little joke, if she's a vet, I won't be visiting her for lunch because I don't do animals, rodents. I won't. I'll have to door dash her some, some lunch if she needs me to. Fill me up. Lord, would you fill me up again? 
so I can be a blessing to you. I am not into lacking. I can't do it. I can't. Every day, my, my prayer is, Lord, would I, would I have enough money management? And would I have enough intelligence? And, and would I have enough peace? And would I have enough joy so I could be more like God? I am not wanting to be like anyone else. I'm here to tell you, I don't want to be like you. I'm not interested. I'm not, I'm not interested in, in, in being like anyone else. I wouldn't want anyone to be like me because I'm me. I can't be Mother Phillips. There's no way. There's no way. My mom was 23 years old when she had me. 24 with with Nigel and divorce at 27. I'm not interested. You have to realize what you and God are working it out. You and God is working it out. God is working it out for you. For you. To be a blessing to you. God doesn't want you to to struggle. God doesn't want you to suffer. God doesn't want you to sit and, and dwindle and, and cry every day and moan and uh, I'm poor. Uh, I don't I don't I mean let me say this. What does God want you to become? does God want you to become so he can get the glory so God can get the praise so God can get the honor it's not about your money It's not about your car you drive. Sometimes I look at cars and I'm like, ain't no way. I am not paying 40,000 for a car. I will drive my Mazda till the wheels fall off. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Especially in Jacksonville. They don't even know how to drive here. There's a lot of Jersey drivers here. God, just fill me up with you. This is not about, this is not about, um, this is not about me. My journey, my journey is about God. It's not about me. My journey is with God. Do I slip? Every day. Yes. Every day I fall short. Every day I go to God, bro. Every day I fall short, and every day I go to God broken. Broken and busted, God, I messed up again. I remember um, attending a church in San Antonio, Texas, and every Sunday this, this young boy was at the altar. I think the pastor was like, he's at the altar again. Every day, every, not every day, excuse me, every Sunday. Every Sunday he was there. I'm not sure it was, if it was something going on with him mentally. Who am I to say good, bad, or indifferent? But he was there. He had enough common sense to know every day, every Sunday, because he probably felt he messed up Monday through Saturday, I guess. He was there every Sunday. 
God, I want to, I want you to fill me up. I'm going to end this podcast. I hope you got something out of it. I hope it was some nourishment, some uplifting, some uplifting for your soul, for your mind on this, on this Friday. I want everyone to know that I love everyone with the love of God. I'm not a mean person. I'm, I'm a little rigid, but I'm not mean. I'm a little, a little much sometimes. But thank God this morning that, you know, we're here to tell the story of how, of how God brought us over. Not about, you know, it's not, a, I mean, my mom's not here today. I thank God for having a praying mom. I really do. But it was Jesus Christ that brought me over. It wasn't my ultrasound certificate. It wasn't my degree in education, not my degree in social work, not my other degrees that I would hope to obtain. Don't let the racism beat you up. As I scrolled through um, the internet this morning, nurses are facing racism and discrimination at absurd rates. We have to get to know God. The world is changing. I can't be like anyone else. But if I stay in the face of God, I guarantee that God will open up a way. I guarantee you that God will show his face. I guarantee you that God will come through. I know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that God will fill me up again where I'm empty. Would you ask the Holy Ghost to fill you up? this morning wherever you are in your life whatever you're doing this morning whatever revamping that you need to do I know that God is a good God I know that God is a way maker I know that God is so good I know that God wants to set you up for greatness I also know that there's a peace that passes all understanding when you do have God. I know that as we live our life each and every day, broken, broken again, that God will fill us up. And that God will make us whole again. And it's not about the money. And it's not about, I drive a, I mean, I live a humble life. 2014 miles, I've had the same car since 2016. And it got a whole bunch of hail damage. Excuse me. And I love it. 
It has Texas tags because I have Texas driver's license because that's where we were stationed at one point. And that's where we have a property. My car doesn't make me who I am. The house doesn't make me who I am. God makes me who I am. I'm not trying to be great. Like, a, you know, like great and outdoing. I'm not a competitive person at all because everyone has their own journey. And I don't care really about, you know, I care if people make it, I guess, probably more than they make it. But I'm not I'm not in competition with nobody. <laughs> I'm in competition with me, like me to be a better version of myself, like to be a better mom, to be a, a faithful wife. I've been a good friend to many. We're moving on. That's life. You can't. There's no shortcuts to this thing called life. There are no shortcuts. Today, on the 2nd of June, would you draw closer to God so God can fill you up? Have a good day. I hope today is a blessed Friday for you. And um, find your peace. You take care.